Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <laughs> the Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. You know what's the matter with a man when he gets a glassy glint in his eye and his hands begin to twitch and he starts wearing his oldest clothes? He's got fixitis. He's got to fix something. Any wife will recognize the symptoms in her husband, even unto Fibber McGee and Molly. McGee, what are you doing? I can't tell you, Molly. You're going to be surprised, though, and I don't want you to come into the dining room until I get through. Now, no snooping. McGee, I never snoop when you know it. <laughs> I flatter myself that I have less feminine curiosity than any woman I know. Yeah. You sure flatter yourself. <laughs> hey, you know where the flyers are? Yes, I do. Well, I wish you'd leave them alone. I can never find any of my things when I want them. Yes, sir. When you take my pliers, put them back where you got them. Yes, sir. Don't be so careless. Where are they? Sticking out of your hip pocket. Huh? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, I thought those dining room chairs were getting a little uncomfortable. <laughs> Say, why do you have to work in the dining room? You have a workbench and a tool chest all fixed up in the basement. Because, Mrs. McGee, you're using my workbench to stretch curtains on. And you dumped out all my tools so you could use my tool chest to put preserves in. And it's too hot working down there near that furnace, and besides, the light is better up here. What's the real reason? I saw a spider down there. <laughs> oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> So you won't tell me what you're fixing, huh? Oh, secret. And don't look so worried. I can take care of it, all right. I installed that new chime doorbell okay, didn't I? Yes, except that it plays a different tune every time somebody rings it. Sure it does. Why do you think I hooked it up with all those player piano rolls? <laughs> well, I tell you, the milkman rang it yesterday, and it started to play Land of the Sky Blue Water, and was I ever embarrassed? <laughs> well, it works. That's the main thing. You gotta admit, when I start something, I get results. Yes, but not the ones you expected. <laughs> I'll even. Oh, I, for... I forgot to go to the newsstand. What'd you want at the newsstand, McGee? Some Greek newspapers. Why, you can't read Greek. And that's why I wanted them. I don't get it. Well, I want to spread them out on the dining room table so as I won't scratch the table. Oh. And if I use American papers, I get started reading them and I don't get anything done. <laughs> well, now, is that bad? You wait. You really, you're really going to be delighted when I get through. <laughs> now, remember now, Molly, no peace. Oh, my. And to think I married him because he was so quiet and modest. Oh, dear. Come in. Oh, hello, Mrs. Uppington. Oh, how do you do, my dear? And Mr. 
What on earth is going on? Well, it's McGee, Abigail. He's being the boy builder again. Uh, always the handyman about the house, isn't he, my dear? Well, he's always about the house. I'll go that far with you. <laughs> oh, McGee, Mrs. Uppington is here. Well, don't answer the door. Maybe she'll go away. <laughs> Well, I must say, McGee, I... McGee, she's here inside. Huh? Ah, you oh. knew it all the time, you, you little joker, you. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, I knew it. <laughs> Just kidding, up the old drip. <laughs> drip. Now, please, Mister McGee. Yes, drip. You always remind me of a bottle of lovely perfume, Uppy. Slowly dripping its heavenly fragrance into the world to delight the soul of mankind. Oh, Mr. McGee, how sweet. Nice recovery, dearie. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> well, how are slum conditions over your way, Uppy? How does it seem to get away from your own degrading atmosphere for a glimpse into the lives of the better element? <laughs> oh, Mr. McGee, you are so amusing, really. <laughs> but sometimes I don't quite know how to take you. Yes, and sometimes I wouldn't care how you took him if you only would. <laughs> oh, don't fight over me, girls. And pardon my dirty hands, Uppy. I'm in the middle of a project. It's a secret for Molly. Oh, well, uh, can't you tell just me what it is, Mr. McGee? I won't say a word. Cross my heart. <laughs> well, I don't know. Hitler crossed his heart, too, and then people found out he didn't have any. <laughs> well, please, Mr. McGee. Don't mention me in the same breath with Hitler. I should say not. The only resemblance between you and Hitler, Abigail, is that you're not a man either. <laughs> Let me whisper in your ear, Uppy. I'll tell you what I'm fixing for Molly. Oh, do me here. <laughs> well, I suppose you could... <laughs> and for a long time, she... <laughs> So what does I do but I shut up? <laughs> and I've almost... <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> oh, Mr. McGee, how delightful, really. <laughs> Say, look, Abigail, I was just going to make some tea. Now, uh, will you stay a while and have a hook or a oolong? <laughs> Thank you, no, Mrs. McGee. I just stopped in to ask you and Mr. McGee to come to my New Year's Eve party. <laughs> well, I don't know, Uppy. What kind of a ball are you going to bounce? <laughs> <laughs> oh, music and dancing and all that sort of thing, you know. Oh. A buffet supper at midnight. Oh, and Mrs. McGee, your Uncle Dennis has promised me he will mix up some of his special punch for the guests. <laughs> oh, he did, did he? Mm. Well, if Uncle Dennis mixes it, Abigail, it'll have more authority than the OPM. I'll say. That guy mixed me an eggnog last week when I had a little cold. Oh, and then did you go right to bed, Mr. McGee? They tell me I did. <laughs> so you're throwing a brawl Wednesday night to give 1941 the bum's rush, are you, Abby? Is your uh, party going to be formal, Abigail? Uh, yes, you don't mind, do you? Oh, I should say not. When I get into my evening clothes, it changes my whole personality. I'm a different guy entirely, Abby. <laughs> Indeed you are. <laughs> well, the night you and Mrs. McGee went to the opera with me, I overheard someone ask if you weren't Mr. Tracy. Oh, oh Spencer? No, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> they said he must be someone out of the funny paper. <laughs> well, we'll drop over about nine Wednesday. <laughs> Goodbye. Now, now, take it easy, dearie. Mm. Personally, I always admired Dick Tracy. He's wonderful. 
Say, he is at that, ain't he? Come to think of it, I have got that same steady look in my eye. Sure. That determined chin. That well-chiseled nose. Hey, where's my chisel, Molly? I gotta get to work. <laughs> I can't be standing around here all day. <laughs> You calling me, Molly? Yes, I was. Heavenly days, just look at you. I never saw you so grimy. Oh, I know. But what's a ton of soil to a son of toil? That's what I always say. <laughs> you get it, Molly? Ton of soil, son of toil? It ain't funny, McGee. Yeah. It ought to be. I got it out of that book you gave me for Christmas. <laughs> 10,000 after-dinner jokes, speeches, anecdotes, and what's, what to do till the dessert comes. <laughs> And be a little more quiet. <laughs> I'm trying to play a game of solitaire here. Well, you really fixed that doorbell, didn't you, dearie? Gee, it's wonderful, ain't it? The old gray mare. I wonder who that could be. Come in. Oh, hello, Mayor Latrivia. How do you do, Mrs. McGee? Uh, don't let me interrupt your game of solitaire. Hello, McGee. Hi, Latrivia. Excuse my looks. I, I got kind of messed up working on a little job for Molly. Don't pass the buck to me, son of toil. <laughs> it was your idea, not mine. Won't you sit down, Mr. Mayor? Uh, thank you, no, Mr. McGee. Now then, McGee, as one of our prominent citizens, I wish to ask you... Ah, 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 black juice on red tray, Mrs. McGee. Where? Oh, oh, yes, thank you. No, as I was saying, McGee, we are putting on a drive to sell defense bonds and stamps. Oh, swell. I got a great slogan for you. You have? What is it? Every time you buy a bond, you slap a jap across the pond. <laughs> How do you like it, Latrivia? <laughs> <laughs> well, so the city is going to start a drive. So <laughs> well, so what? The procedure will be something like this, McGee. We will have a large sound truck playing recordings of military music. We stop the truck at prominent corners, and well-known citizens make speeches from the back platform and urge the crowds to buy defense bonds and stamps. Uh, your name has been suggested... Oh, I tell you, I'm sure McGee will be very useful, Mr. Mayor. Oh, he makes wonderful speeches. <laughs> she ain't singing Dixie, Latrivia. <laughs> I've always been known as a guy who could use his head when he got up on his feet. Oh. <laughs> Uh, a contortionist. Uh, uh, I don't imagine we need any such... Wait till I get up on that platform of that truck, Latrivia. I'll hold out my hand for silence, and then I'll say, real dramatic, ladies and gentlemen, I'll say, with a kind of a dramatic, emotional throb in my throat, ladies and gentlemen, would you like to hit Hitler? Muss, Mussolini, and nip a nip and <laughs> Then there'll be a short cheer. Uh, excuse for... me, McGee. <laughs> you don't understand. I'll be making the speeches. Fine. You introduce me, and when I get up on that You platform... won't make any speeches. Well, then what's he doing on the truck? Changing the records for the military music. I'll meet me at the city hall tomorrow morning. Uh, good day, Mr. McGee. Well, dearie, looks like the only way you can wangle yourself into the city hall is... 
through a drain pipe. <laughs> well, aren't you burnt up? Nope. What? They want me to turn records on a sound truck to sell defense bonds? Okay. I'll turn records. I'll do anything. I'll even drive the truck. Well, good for you, McGee. Betcha. Now, why don't you go back to work? You know, it's getting awful quiet in here. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> oh, dear. Now the three of hearts I need is buried. If I could only... I just dropped in to thank you for the swell Christmas present. Hey, what goes on in the dining room? Sounds like Judgment Day in the junkyard. Well, it's just McGee, Mr. Wilcox. He's fixing something. Says it's a secret. Well, I don't know how you can play solitaire with that going on. No, I don't either. You know, I think I'll give up. I don't blame you. Say, Molly, can you tell fortunes with cards? Only McGee's. Every time he plays poker with the boys, I can predict that four men will cross his path and he'll lose four dollars and a quarter. <laughs> Why, can you? No, but I can read your palm. Can you really? Sure. Here, give me your right hand. Oh, this is wonderful. I love to have my fortune told. McGee, be more quiet. I'm trying to talk to Mr. Wilcox. What's say, Molly? Is... Oh, oh, hi, Harlow. Hi, Fibber. Now, let me see here. This Doggone one. it, Wilcox. You might let go of my wife's hand long enough to say hello. <laughs> Hey, what is this, anyway? Don't be silly, McGee. He's reading my palm. Oh, reading your palm. Well, what does the lady's lunch hook tell you, pretty gypsy? <laughs> Madam, you were born in the Middle West, one of a large family. You were married when quite young to your childhood sweetheart, although you might have acquired wealth and position if you had chosen another man. Ah, <laughs> uh, he means Otis Cadwallader, McGee. I know who he means. Though I don't know how he can see him in your hand. 